Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast reaction show where Sunderland have lost 1-1 against uh, Bristol City, where it was a draw, but it, fe- it, feel- it feels like a-, a loss. I am in the Harbour View, um, sans Matthew Keelan, uh, that's French for without, he is French for being a, a knob because he doesn't want to do the podcast, so um, so what it's me. What language from you? I know, I've been potty mouth today, <laughs> so it's me, Richard Eastbrook, alongside Eleanor McCabe. Hello Richard, how are we? I haven't seen you in a while actually. Oh, it has been a while, like. It has been a while. Yeah, I don't know, was, was there something I said? Or? It was just your general demeanour and I mean you've had this potty mouth all day today and I'm just a bit sick of it, why, have, that's why I haven't I, seen you. Have I seen you since I, I lost, I regained my hearing? Or was no. I deaf last time? Oh, yeah, no. yeah, you were deaf last time we spoke. Completely yeah. deaf. So, yeah. I know, you're right. So, yeah, well, I'm also joined by... It's Mr. Sunderland himself, Michael Law. Well, nine's on the podcast. Brilliant stuff. Um, yeah, imagine. <laughs> you would do it. It's like he's just walking past. You, you, you probably would. <laughs> yeah, you all right, Matt? I'm good. I'm, I'm, I, I process these things so much quicker. Like, all right. I could see the comedy. Like, when, uh, when, um, when uh, Dieng scored against us at QPR... Uh, back in the early in the season, I kind of saw not the on funny. Tuesday. No, well, he helped us that night, <laughs> but I saw the funny side then, and I can't help seeing the not the irony, just the this is sheer typical Sunderland. Yeah, four hundred and sixty nine days Bristol City went without being awarded a penalty, <laughs> and it looked like they were going to get nothing, and then then well last last minute stoppage yeah. time. It, it's strange, isn't it? Because on Tuesday, all of the stars were pointing in the line and for a Sunderland win, and we won three 0 and played really well. But everyone thought that would trip us up. And then today, we're coming against a Bristol team who were ten unbeaten, and yeah, and then as I say, the irony comes in there haven't had a penalty for like a thousand years or whatever and then suddenly they, they get one but I, I don't think I think it was a good performance still I think um, I think we played really well there was some lovely little interchanges again the crowd were up for it I think it, it's just annoying I mean because again we're still unbeaten now since the Swansea game we've only lost two since uh, World Cup break so although I'm really flat and deflated with the point I'm not angry at the performance of the players particularly it's just one of them annoying things and it's how you react now and we've reacted well all season still fifth in the league if we go away at Rotherham now and pick up three points and get some of the Coventry again it's, it's a good run of form so it's need to keep it going yeah that, that point um, might prove to be quite important because it kept us kept us um, ahead of Millwall who, um, who won today uh, so it, it, it feels nuts to be talking about yeah, this, doesn't it? Like, you're saying that you're getting over it a lot quicker, and actually, like, on the way back, I was just, like, checking my phone, I think someone had, well, someone who is not allowed to be named on this podcast anymore, but he put in a chat, he was like, oh, actually, we're still fifth, 
that would have taken us fourth, but we've got two games this week. There's no reason why we can't. And I was like, yeah. Like, when you think about where we were this time last season, and I know that's a boring thing to say, but when you think about where we have been for past seasons, we're a newly promoted team, and yes, we aren't the promotion side anymore. I think we are firmly in the championship now. To be at fifth in this point in the season, even if it is after a frustrating 1-1, I, I that's not a terrible thing. Yeah. Like we, we can be a bit positive about that. We, we do obviously have something. And even going into the match today, I think a lot of people said it, Bristol are probably one of the better teams we're going to see come to the Stadium of Light this season. It was nice to actually see a team playing football against yeah. us compared to last week. There wasn't very much yeah. time wasting. They, they seemed up for it. And I, I don't think... I think tomorrow morning I'll be waking up and going... Ah, uh, one-one. Yeah. It's it's a good result. It's 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 not a good result, but it's a decent result. I, d- I don't think we can be overly critical of it. I think that summarised quite well because I think had that been a one-one whereby we take the lead after fifteen minutes, they equalise after seventy, you're probably going home quite content with the point. But it's the fact that, as I say, we did play with quite a bit of a swagger at 1-0. Too much of a swagger, arguably, late on in the game when we could have killed it a little bit more. But what we can't fall into the trap of is really praising the positive element of this young squad where they play this really good expansive football and we look great going forward and then criticising the second things go slightly haywire you know maybe they did get a little bit overconfident but that's not necessarily a bad thing you know it's it's arguably you've up, you know I mean with two minutes away from saying out a really good 1-0 win and that would have been three clean sheets in a row three wins in a row and we were very very close to achieving that so I don't think we can get too disheartened or down on them just because of like kind of like one little bit like a lapse towards the end because I've not seen it back but by all accounts it was a penalty so you've just got to kind of take it on the chin a little bit Yeah it looked, it looked from where I mean I was I couldn't be further away from it I was the other end but it did look did look nailed on. And I was, I was, At least it's not the third row anymore. At least just slightly higher. Well, that would have been right. In front of us, actually. Yeah. actually, yeah, you should have gone back to that seat just for today, not knowing we were going to have a pen. well, they were going to have a pen, but yeah. you should have gone back to that seat just for today. It's shit that you didn't really. I know. Why didn't you run bad, round? Bad form from me. Well, yeah. I, there's a lot of people who migrate between north and south. They're a bit like a Sunday league game. Like they'll move. Or like birds. Ends. Yeah, moving yeah. like what is it just migration that it's called yeah. or like murmuration Mem- maybe I don't know who Some, knows they, they, they fly somewhere that's warmer speaking of birds birds have legs do you think we looked leggy today Eleanor I don't know that we looked as leggy as we did last Saturday actually I think we looked a bit more leggy then and mm. we still managed to get a result I think that we looked leggy in the second half when we first came out and obviously later on in the second half we did great but when we first came out I, I, I was thinking they've come out very quick and they've come out very kind of pressing and we look a little bit knackered here now obviously I was proved very wrong um, mm. and we managed to score from a beautiful oh. Clark goal which yep, missed that just after the man behind me was shouting at Tony Mowbray to sub him off yeah. like stood up screaming oh, why so have you not taken him off why have you not taken him off the ball falls to him and he pings it in and yeah. we all just turned around and started laughing at him that, so that a great, great moment just, really that's just perfect because yeah. you know I, when when I've criticised I've criticised Clark in the past for being frustrating at times during games but then he pops up with a, an assist or a goal yeah. so that, that for me justifies his, his position on the pitch and people I, I can't remember who said it now I've, I've heard certain people saying that that it was he's the most frustrating player of recent history which is, which is <laughs> quite incredible it's quite incredible thing. considering you know all of all the four years that have gone before you could you, you know it's incredible yeah. but I mean he's come up again and Alem Ozturk 
Well, well yeah, we already well, slandered well, him no, on this way. Sorry, sorry, well, yes, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I, I love Alan Dostick, sorry. I, yeah. I'm going to leave now. I'm yeah. really, really yeah, sorry. No, you sorry, sorry, Elna, that's, that's a step too far. Yeah. So uh, You could have said literally anybody. I could have gone for anyone else. Glenn um, Levens. But I now can't think of any well, other players. Richard. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, I think, getting back to Jeff Clark, though, I think how I always judge wingers, because by the very nature of a quite frustrating, like, I mean, Roberts, as great as he is, sometimes he does a little bit too much on the ball, but, you know, even, like, the very best wingers are a bit frustrating, so I always judge them by the goal contributions and the assists, so I think that's his 16th goal involvement of the season for Jeff Clark. That's five goals in six games, I believe. You know, that's, you can't really ask for much more. Yeah. I'd much rather that he had a really frustrating time of things and he popped up with an assist or a goal than he did some really magic things but didn't have any end product. You know what I mean? I think it's about yeah. that, that balance. And I think with Clark as well, when Certain's not on the pitch, he tends to get a little bit isolated out there on that side, whereas you've got Roberts and Ahmad who constantly link up. I think Clark's quite often in that bit of space. And one thing I always say about Jack Clark is that if he loses the ball 99 times he will still try and take on the fullback for that 100th time so yeah. he sometimes leaves himself open for criticism because he never hides so I'm really pleased that he's um, kept that going you can tell today I think he played with a lot more confidence I think he um, took on the defender a lot more effectively and it's an absolutely excellent goal I mean I'm in the south stand at the other end but you could see the trajectory of the ball which so is absolutely right. perfect it was just a sort of brag of well I sit in the south stand like I don't, well, I don't know where not, you it's sit not, it's, it's not much stand. of a brag to be honest like, <laughs> well I, I, I missed the goal so I'm very. So as as the host, you've taken over from Matthew yeah, Feeling as the and host, not, and also in missing goals. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just a seamless kind of uh, transfer of power um, <laughs> or responsibility. He's been but given the crowd. I went I went on well on the hour mark for like, it's not even the hour mark. It was like fifty five something. I went for a wee, and uh, didn't have to tell you that. It's fine. Um, and I noticed as I was walking out, the odds on the on the the, the uh, bookies wall said like. Sunderland to win 4-1 and Jack Clark score first it was like 70 to 1 I thought oh that's a kind of wonder who's, who's had a punt on that and I just I just contemplated it for a second as I, as I stepped forward there was a huge roar and then everyone was cheering and I thought well, it wasn't that good a way like, but, and then everyone's uh, yeah, do people often cheer when you go to the toilet right? well like, you <laughs> <laughs> are you, welcome were you back. expecting a round of applause but I couldn't even say it. I was furious. And I asked Stella what, what she thought, and she she missed it as well because everyone stood up in front of her, and she the, missed it. The so great thing about I've, I've heard it's good. Exactly. The great thing about them odds, though, is that they never put anything like even mildly realistic or believable. At least when you see like. So it's moving out the way of people. Uh, <laughs> on when you see like advertised on Sky, like Beth or whatever, they'll put like something unlikely but it's tantalised enough to get you to put a punt on this but like I remember in the Premier League days saying like Sunderland 4-0 John O'Shea first goal scorer turned yeah. when you were like yeah well why is anyone going to put bet on that yeah. but anyway I would, I would please gamble responsibly yes yes make but, sure that advert is the one that is on the the pod today <laughs> the Skyrack gambling advert please gamble responsibly know your limits oh yeah definitely know your limits I, I just I, as much as well it was night and day in terms of what came before with Redden? Like, I know, you, I know you said, I know you said it yourself, Eleanor, but it was just really, they were really sharp side. I know they had Alex Scott in the middle, who was like their version of Dan Neal, and he, he he looked really tidy. And then we, we know we know that that Mimetti very well uh, from his from his Wickham days. So. Harry Connick as well. We've I like I was like I know that name. My dad was trying singer, to convince me. Well, that's what. Oh, you've just made the same uh, joke my dad yeah, did, Rick. I'm really yeah, sorry. No, someone someone made it bad. Uh, like, all right, yeah. Pass off the blame of the dad joke. That that's that's the best thing too. My well, dad he was, he was like, like <laughs> he was like, is it not that singing thing? I thought he was a turn. 
But he was at Gillingham and then Luton when we were in League One, and I was like, I, I, I know him, and he was decent, and he was yeah. a big centre forward as well. And although he didn't really get on the end, I don't know where I'm going with this point, but he, he looked good when he came on the pitch. They yeah. had some decent players. Yeah, they brought, yeah, the, so yeah, they made some decent subs as well. Mm. They put pressure on us, and I thought it was a real shame that that uh, Danny Bard and Danny Ballard didn't get a clean sheet out of that because it, they. They did a. Did, they put a proper shift in day, and I don't think they missed a header. Like no, everything. Did, did Ballard look injured to anyone else? Because there were a couple of times when he was hopping about. Yeah. He was limping a little bit, and obviously they didn't take him off. But he, it was the same foot he was hopping on, and the same foot Things he was limping about on <laughs> every time. And it just kind of, I was like, oh, that's not what we need going into yeah. it. I know it's not a three-game week, but it kind of yeah. is a three-game week, really. I'm, I'm not sure whether he hurt himself in the in the challenge with the, the lad who who went off for Bristol City in the like, really not, early. I'm not, not sure. Am I do? Oh, it might have been. Because Ahmad like jumped on top of him once he was already down, <laughs> <Yeah>. didn't he? <laughs> oh, <that was laughs> Which is what we like. It's the passion we like yeah. to see, really. It was Ballard who picked off the physio with the with the ball. Oh, as well. a thing of yeah. beauty. Some great, actually, some great comedy moments in this match today. Yeah, you could the put ball, like a, a little, oh nine, yeah. oh nine, piggyback. piggyback yeah. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Booked for... Um, I think those are the only two, but some really good comedy moments, right? The, the, what, what is some? So yeah, yeah. In the West End, there was some like really funny, like fans trying to throw the ball back. I you know, a really oh. little kid like tried to throw the ball and it just went straight up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> then, the, then his mate tried to help, and then he started delaying it and shouting tactics out to the. <laughs> <laughs> what are you if, doing? If, if by the way, we're talking about like ball boys today as well. The ball boy who was sat in front of the East Stand, who every time he went to, he was like mugging off. The Bristol players like yeah. pretending to throw it back and then just dropping it at their feet, and every single time killing himself laughing as he walks back yeah. to sit down. You like, yeah. like just pure yeah. shit. How is it really like yeah. te- teach them young? Like that's what I, I say. Agree. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing that has been a bit of a talking point. Me and Eleanor had a bit of a spa before we came on air about um, Joel Gellard. I, w- I will find uh, you again, like me. Um, I mean, I'm a pacifist, me. So you know. Um, <laughs> No, I'm joking, obviously. Um, so, what, what, what's your you're opinion? Revealing, you're a really violent man. 
yeah. I'm joking, obviously. Would never dare be a pacifist. Well, I mean, anyone who's seen me at the match could e- like easily negate that comment. So you know, I'm just not leaving myself open. Many that, a but... wise men say member is, is hidden behind Michael Love when getting in trouble at a match. So yeah. what? So I think what? I'd just about get away with it. <laughs> so what's your what's your view on them then? Like just overall, because again, today like you had a few like decent chances, maybe to get get his first goal. You know, so like, what's your can kind I, of take? Can on? I give you yeah. the point that made Mick really angry at me? Go on. I said, and I did caveat with this with people are going to get really angry at me, and then Mick proved me right. Um, but I said that today, Gellart felt a little bit Will Griggy. And I, I think that might have been harsh, and that might have been just the fume of the match, immediate. <laughs> and now I'm saying it out loud, I'm starting to feel a bit stupid for saying it, but... There were just there was that one in the first half where Clark put the cross. I don't know why I'm reenacting it as I'm saying it, but <laughs> Clark put the cross in. Gelhart tried to run on, and it just like say. And I was just like, oh no, because there's that famous screenshot of Grig like looking back against is it Blackpool when the ball is at his feet and the keeper's dove, div, dove, divin, dove, <laughs> dove. The keeper has he dived. Dove. The keeper has dove. He dived. It's certainly not divin. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's no. It's the keeper. The keeper has dove. Yeah, do, dove's fine. The keeper has dove the wrong way, and Griggs stood there with the ball. I'll show you the photo afterwards. Yeah. But I remember thought I just today I was a bit like, oh, please, not again. I really, I really hope it's not the case because actually, is he had the assist for the goal, didn't he? Yeah, well, yeah. He's, yeah. He's a, yeah, he laid on Sorry, Rick, I know you didn't see it, yeah, so you'd have no idea. By, by all accounts. <laughs> I've had it described to me by certain people. A poet came down and... and, and, and William Wordsworth was yeah. there. So I've, I've, I've kind of pieced it together in my mind, but... Yeah, he had the assist, I, but it I was think, just a bit. Oh, come on, mate! I really want yeah, you to get a yeah. goal, even if it's one bouncing in off your ass. Yeah. I, I just want to see you score because maybe it'll give you some confidence, and maybe we'll see yeah. a bit more. Because he's he's tiny. He needs a. I think he's he not, a goal, doesn't he? Does yeah, I, think, I, think, I know it sounds pretty like basic. Centre forward needs a goal. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> the thing is, I I do agree that he's been a little bit frustrating, but I don't think it's necessarily his fault. I think someone made the point in the group chat during the game. I checked it off time. I can't remember who it was, so apologies for stealing your point. But I think he very much today looked like more of a number 10 than a number 9. And I think if he's playing off Stewart or off Sims, I think he's really effective because he puts himself about really well. He's got some nice touches. His link-up's decent. I mean, we saw that for the um, for the goal for Jack Clark. But I do agree with what Alan is saying that he's not a natural finisher. The thing I disagree with was more of the Will Grigg thing. I think I got a bit aggy over whether he was a sitter or not. But taking the semantics out of it, I do agree that like he doesn't look like the most natural finisher in the world. And there's like time so far he had that chance down QPR the other night. Today he had a couple of decent opportunities that ideally he'd be like get, hit, getting on target at the very least. Yeah. Um, but uh, Grigg did have chances though. No, Grigg did have chances thing, that he didn't with, put the in. Thing with Grigg, I'm just trying to rile Mick a little the bit. With Grigg, the thing with Grigg was as well was the fact that. Um, <laughs> Like he literally was like taking the ball round the keeper as you see having an empty net then putting it wide. At least Gellhart hasn't had that moment yet. But no, I think it is very I think much. He had that today, to be fair, with the Clark cross. He was. He should have. He should have. He should have. Maybe he should have done. But anyway, we're we're, we're shit chatting. Um, yeah, it was, it was good to see Clark put a, a left foot cross in as well. But, yeah, like, uh, you know, because he is incredibly one footed, yeah. and it's it is nice to see him every now and then. Because the last I think the last time he did that, he got an assist out of it. Um, can't remember who against, he's, got, he's got a brilliant assist record my my kind of heart goes out to Clark a bit because I do think and again this might be another wrong opinion um, but I think that 
Mishu's problem that he has with positional discipline, where he likes to drift across to where kind of Ahmad and Roberts are playing, yeah. is why Clark isn't getting the service that he should be, yeah. and why sometimes he looks. I know that you said it before; he doesn't get the service he deserves when Circum's not on the pitch. Yeah. And I think that Mishu just doesn't give I, him that I, I, service. I just think we're very. It, it's lovely to watch, but we do get very bunched up on one side of the field, and we play these little passes. And then often Jack Clark, he's very isolated on that one yeah. side. So because we tend to maybe I'd argue play seventy percent of our balls and our play down that one side sometimes Clark can be under pressure when he does get a moment that he's got to produce a moment of magic otherwise people get this perception that he's yeah. not producing but um, as I say I think again I think the day was um, it was actually very good Clark and as I say I think the, the overall performance you cannot really be mad at it's just a result and I think to be honest I've kind of said everything I can say on the game today just got to move on and hopefully get three points on Tuesday and we're looking up again as I say if someone had offered you like kind of um when the World Cup break was on, you'd be saying you'd be deep into February, you come up towards the end of February and you'd be fifth in the league, you'd be absolutely over the moon with that, you know yeah. what I mean? And that now, that's um, coming into the game today, we, we'd won like three home games out of four and again today, we've got a positive result at home, so the home form's turned around, but we've sustained that excellent away form. So if we can keep this going, there's no reason at all why we can't have a good dart at the playoffs, which, which as I say, would be remarkable at say a few months ago. Yeah. That's the thing, it is, it is easy to be positive and like, if you if you put this month as a, as a whole into perspective actually we've had quite 2-0 Liverpool excellent either that or there's a lot of mags in here which yes I'm, I'm going to go and check cause, All right. I might have to not be a pacifist if there is too many mags in here <laughs> we've already said you're not a mass, um, pacifist so not a, well, definitely not a mag if you just go in well, and say stand up with here the mags if someone's sitting down just, just brain, 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 yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I will be forced to unfortunately but I think it, I, I, yeah I think it is easy to kind of be it hasn't updated. It hasn't yeah, updated, Jess. Yeah, I think it is kind of easy to be positive when you look at even the start to the year as a whole. We've yeah. had a lot of really good games. Yes, I think our away form is still better than our home form, <laughs> but I think that we are getting there with our home games and, and we are putting a good shift in. I think one thing um, well, that was said. To watch, like. it, oh, really, it's, God, good, yes. it's just good fun. Is that what you were going to say about the start? No, no, no. I was going to say a lot of the. I know we had Blackburn fan, a Blackburn fan on the pod when uh, when we when Mowbray was appointed and they were saying that there'll be a tail off halfway through the season and I've noticed it myself when I, when I covered Middlesbrough and there would be there was oh, a couple you, of seasons were you a, were you a journo for a bit right? <laughs> yeah well you know, I, don't like, I don't like to talk about it but yeah when I, when I was takes off his jacket the journo <laughs> shit still firmly there freshly pressed <laughs> freshly pressed yeah um, when, when, break glass in case of emergency when I, when I covered Middlesbrough under, under Mowbray they, they did have a couple of Riding high at Christmas and completely nowhere by by Easter, uh, but there were warning signs with with those teams. And I don't think there's any warning signs. I can't say anything. I I think as time goes on, I think having a lack of focal point up there will cost us. It will. It will cost us, and it it means we have to play out from the back. We can't really ping it. But that said, you know, as as the games get stretched. A ping, a ping can change the See, game. The, the, so. th- the thing is, you, you say that, and the day kind of did book the trend slightly, but it was interesting with Mowbray, like, since he's come in, we have scored a lot more goals in the second half of games than we have the first. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I keep on using the World Cup being kind of a bit of a natural break in the season. Um, but like for, since it's the World Cup, since, uh, since yeah. the World Cup break, we've only scored four goals in the first half <coughs> of games. Um, so that said, said everything. So the other night, obviously, we've got two in the second half, and it just seems to be a general trend that we are scoring more in the second half so it's actually kind of shown that although yes I agree we need a focal point to kind of hold the ball up actually what we're seeing 
in recent weeks is because as you say Richard we're getting the space on the counter we're getting them behind teams late yeah. on and we're using our kind of more relays to make the subs as well kind of on 65 minutes and where I'm actually looking we're finishing games really strongly mm. so let's hope we can at least keep that up you know I, I think we should just say that that is because Mowbray takes the first half to figure out the team and then he has his master plan at half time yeah, and he comes it in out. yeah and he's just completely got them figured out after watching uh-huh. them. you'd hope he was watching footage but then obviously um, he, he doesn't like using kind of DVD players so he's got them on those big tapes yeah, yeah. So, he has to go technician along yeah exactly which wire goes where he just he can't work out so after 10 minutes when Harry met Sally came look, come on he def- he, he, great a great I've got the missus' videos again <laughs> he definitely calls the remote <laughs> what's this there's been recording over quickly stop again he definitely calls the remote control the doodah doesn't he yeah. where's it where's the where's didgeridoo it? where's, where's that where, where, where is it Kids have been again. <laughs> well, I think uh, we're, we're, we're slowly we've, dis- we've descending. We're descending. Yeah, we've we've lost our focus. So probably best. I feel better off to doing the pod though. Well, I yeah, it's, it is. It's, a bit down because yeah. obviously I'd, I'd seen Mick in the pub, but now I feel a lot more positive after after talking out of it. <laughs> no, I I I agree. Um, I, I said I'm a lot better at processing things now, but congratulations. It, when it's the I same time you've bolted about yes, that. Yes, <laughs> I think if you frame, if you know, it all depends on how how we got on Tuesday against yeah, against Rotherham, and you look at that, and that could be what ten points from from four. That's an impressive, excellent, it's an impressive haul. Yeah, I'd, I'd take that. Yeah, that's that's you know, that's two points a game. So even that's more more than two points a game, something. But we're in touch. We, yeah. we didn't think we'd be, no. and everything is still looking good. I think that's why our babies felt a bit flat coming out because obviously the late goal you always do. But today was the first time when we were one up, we were playing that big swagger with ten minutes left. I thought, you know, we're actually going to make the playoffs here. <laughs> oh, well. The mag scored. I thought people are disagreeing. Oh. Must be three. Maybe the mags haven't scored. Or someone's been sent off. With or that, Liverpool will be given a penalty potentially. Could be that. We're, we're, we we're, not, this, we're not going know? to predict anymore. We're going to go and watch the rest of the match and watch a beautiful, beautiful Liverpool destruction of Newcastle United. Thank you very much for listening. Oh, it it must be a penalty. Um, Stephen and Gareth are back. No, Stephen's not there. there. No, so Gareth is back on Monday. No, not with Jim. With Chris. Where the spoon really? that loser's oh, really? going to be on there. Right, okay. Um, so, <laughs> so don't listen. Yeah. No, do I mean, listen do to listen, that. Do but listen. just send him do your, your very strong opinions on, yeah, on so what he's done on the pod. Nice to get Chris back, though. That'd be fun. Um, <laughs> and uh, then we'll have a preview show on Thursday. So with that, and thank you very much. maybe a reaction after Tuesday as well. Oh, there might be a reaction, yeah. Stephen said he might do one with Jim and Lambo, which will be nice. Good this. We should have talked about this before. Really. Yeah, we should have had a discussion really. <laughs> but yeah, um with that, thanks much thanks very much. Jesus wept. I might edit this bit out. If I I'm gonna edit it. Yeah, just record something over it. Thank you very much for listening. Here's where you can find us. Goodbye. Thanks a lot for listening. <laughs>
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.